Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of It's Still Real to Us, Damn It. And before we get into, we got a lot of shit to get into, just got all the notes finished up and everything. I apologize because I personally should have did this last week or whatever. I meant to tell y'all people to go and wish my man Corey, my partner over here, a happy birthday, and I I dropped the ball on that one. Uh, it's all good. We can still y'all can still go back and do it late though. Completely unnecessary. No, no, don't 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 listen to him, guys. Extremely unnecessary. Don't listen to him, guys. He wish him a happy birthday. He wants it and needs it. I appreciate everything that you do, bro. You deserve that. Should did that last episode, but you know, Corey's not even big on rem- like reminding us it's his birthday. I didn't even think about it until like midway during the day. And I was like, holy shit, nigga. Mm. So, we're watching NXT live while recording this. The debut episode, on the first part on the USA Network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we get all of it being on the network or whatever. And then, maybe we should have known something because Candace came out last. Like, how the fuck is Candace coming out last? But whatever. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> Last Sunday, y'all got the recording live as well or whatever when we was watching the pre-whatever show of Clash of Champions. We're going to get right in there, man. Clash of Champions, man. What do you think overall before we get match my match? I thought it was all right overall. It wasn't bad. Could have been better. I got a little sleepy at some point. I mean, it got a little boring kind of in the middle. Yeah, it's just like oh, okay, okay. So we know, alrighty. So the two shows on the pre on the shoot, the two matches on the pre-show. Drew Gulak defeated Alberto Carrillo and Lindsay Dorado to retain his cruiserweight championship. Which we missed that match, though, didn't we? We did miss that one. We 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 were going to get food at that point. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, God, I forgot how they broke it down. I think like one of the dudes hit a move on another one, and then Gulak came in there like Johnny on the spot and was like, "Huh, oh, my pin." Ah. You know, heel Sounds shit. Right. I'm not watching 205 Live, and neither are you. But I've heard that apparently Drew Gulak and Tony Nese are about to team back up. Interesting. Like, didn't y'all just fight for the title, like, how long ago? Not that long ago. Yeah. But I guess, like, friendship conquers all. See, anime did prove it right, prove you right. <laughs> I guess so. And you doubted it for one second. How dare you? What a shame. Now, we went and we got Chinese and then Corey got chicken. Shit was both banging. And we got back just in time for the second pre-show match. We were like, wait, is this the fucking pre-show? And for you guys, my my microwave clock over here is 10 minutes fast. I'm thinking, oh, you know, 
But I'm like, oh shit, it's still not seven yet. Like, this is still the pre-show. AJ Styles versus the hometown kid, Cedric Alexander. Before I get Corey to go in about how in the fuck is AJ Styles ever on a pre-show. I'm going to save the final part for when we get to the Charlotte match. The Charlotte uh, Bailey match. But it started off real hot. Cedric Alexander got a lot of offense in. And then it kind of pretty much went how we maybe thought it was going to be. But I was like... Somebody from Charlotte's got to win tonight. It's not going to be Charlotte. We both predicted it wasn't going to be Charlotte. Yeah. But it was like, Sed might get this belt. Sed didn't get this belt. And he got squashed out and beat up at the end in his hometown. Yep. I don't understand. A, why was this on the pre-show? Why the fuck was this on the pre-show? It doesn't make any amount of sense at all, no matter how you look at it. And then why did Cedric get basically squashed? What was the point of that? Do they even know? Probably not. That was probably Vince's idea. (laughs) They were not lying. This this women's match is dope right now. They are kicking ass, yo. Oh my god, I forgot it's TV now. This is weird. Yeah. Ugh. That's a spot. So yeah, AJ Styles, the leader of the OC California, retains the United States Championship. Going into the first match on the actual show, we got the champions. Also a double champion. The Seth Rollins and his um, tag team partner, Braun Strowman, the monster among men, defended their raw tag titles against, as you call them, the glorious show-offs. Yes. Where Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler became the new Raw um, Tag Team Champions. You want to know what's interesting about that pairing to me? What's that? <clears throat> when I first got back in, Dolph was tag. Cha- Dolph won the tag belts with um, Drew McIntyre. Oh yeah. And then at some point, uh, the then Bobby Roode. Won the tag, the same tag titles with Chad Gable. Oh yeah. So their their last two championships were both tag belts, but with different partners. This is true. Yes. Interesting. But I did that popped in my head, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I do. I really like them as a team, though. I think they're a really good tag team together. It made sense. I mean, it made sense or whatever, because, like, they both kind of, when I realized, they're both kind of, like, the guy, like, okay, you can kind of put them with anybody, yeah. and they could just show off, you know, or show out. I still want them to join the OC, though. Because <laughs> why not? Make it a real stable. As, um, 
Is Robert is Bobby Roode ever been over in Japan? Not that I know of. I about to say if he did, that would make sense. But you know, oh my god, is it me or is this shit wild right now, bro? That's pretty good. <laughs> I just I don't see the Mia Yim the Mia Yim slander. Uh, so after this, who after this, man? This is when I said, okay. Charlotte went 0 for 0 and 3. Because, and when I say Charlotte, double entendre on y'all niggas. The next match, Bailey versus Charlotte for the the women the SmackDown Women's Championship. Where a I guess now official kind of official whatever Heel Bailey pulled a Molly Holly and undid the bottom turnbuckle for Charlotte's head to get knocked right into it, knock her out, pin her, and then grab her belt and run to the back like she stole some. Yep, I love that. I thought that was really well done. They had the gifs ready early. Gifs, gifs, whatever you want to call them, gifs. They had them ready on yes. like on the spot. It was hilarious. I liked how they handled that. I thought it was the right decision. Right, I like I, I like the fact that ba- well, I think we called Bailey Beth. We called Bailey retaining, but you definitely agree with the whole like her retaining in a dastardly way. Yes, and not admitting to it. Right, like she's not straight up acting like a bad guy, but she's she's winning matches like a bad guy now. Yeah. So this is an official turn at this point, like for real, for real. And I feel like it, it kind of works the best because the character, like flat out, you, it's it's kind of hard when like you got wavy, fla- wavy flapping inflatable tube men and Wacky shit. arm flailing inflatable tube men. Right. Yeah. You got that or whatever, and then you know she's big with the kids, but then like she's winning matches like a heel now. So hey, I, I like it. But this is when I said between the Panthers. On fucking Thursday, Cedric Alexander getting squashed pretty much, and then this Charlotte went zero and three that night <laughs> or that weekend. Yeah, this is true. Low key or whatever, it's not officially official because it's Chapel Hill. Carolina lost a fucking Wake Forest that weekend. Yeah, but if we want to talk about Charlotte. Two wrestlers from Charlotte and then the fucking Panthers all losing in Charlotte in the same weekend. Charlotte went 0 and 3. Jesus Christ. My feelings were hurt. Even though we called it. Whatever. Next match. Um. Oh. The SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The New Day. Six-time champions? Five-time champions? Seven, I think. Okay. No, six. Oh, yes, I think it's six. six. I think they're, they're like yeah. one behind the Usos. They lost their belts to the Revival. Xavier Woods tapped out. 
Yeah, I didn't see that coming. We definitely didn't see that coming. I think we both picked the New Day. I think so. Yeah, because like I remember, I think I, I think both of us remember saying like, you know, there's no way that <laughs> there's no way that like like why why did until you find something to do with those belts, why take them off the New Day? Exactly. And honestly, when we get to what happened on Raw, it's kind of like, okay, whatever. But we're getting there, ladies and gentlemen. But, yeah, new SmackDown um, champions. The Revival, who I thought were on Raw. <laughs> I, you can still be on both shows right now because, you know, yeah, wild listen, card. We'll find out October 2nd who's on what. I'm ready for this draft. I'm so excited say, for this draft. When does that start? Isn't huh? that um, like two weeks after, I think? I thought it was going to be before, or am I tripping? No, it's after they moved to Fridays. Oh, okay. I guess that makes sense, though, too. So, yeah, didn't didn't see that one, but the Revival, um, two-time tag champions. And, uh, well, on the main roster, I guess three times if you say, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now... Is this the first people to ever win the Raw, SmackDown, and NXT Tag Championships? Pretty sure. That popped in my head, but I'm like, I think that might be actual fact. Yeah. I mean, that's insane. So, yeah, yeah, shout out to Revival, man. I mean, in a way. They're still getting buried somewhat, but they just didn't win the championship, so. You got to get it how you get it, I guess. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, women's. Oh, excuse me. Your favorite right here, bro. The Women's Tag Team Championship. The champions, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, who are now faces. I guess. Yes. Yeah, Alexa Bliss came out there dressed as um, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Took on Fire and Desire, aka Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, the bullies. We're also mid match. Mandy looked at Alexa and did some shit like you know face. So that was a thing. I mean, I feel like Fire and Desire should have won. But I told you they weren't, though. I guess the bullies can't win. But Not again. Still, who gives a shit about these titles? They don't matter. You do, bro. You don't. You, you know you care about these titles. I wish. I wish they'd make me care. But. That's why they put it on Alexa Bliss. And it still doesn't work. I think, I think, I think you just want to hate him at this point. Huh. They made it even more southern. God bless Burlington. Shout out Cameron Grimes, though. The former, what, Trevor Lee? Am I taller than him? I don't know. I feel like I'm a, a taller than a lot of these, like, wrestlers. And I'm not even a tall guy, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's wild about this shit. Um, But yeah, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, they won this shit. Um, we got a little run-in with 24-7. Alexa should have won that when she rolled up Archer. Oh, my gosh. She definitely should have won that, that shit. She should have been a been double great. champion. Yes. Definitely should have been a double champion. That would have been amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
Can you wait? Is that a squash? Yes. What the fuck? Oh, so we getting a Cameron Grimes push then? Holy shit! What do you think about the hair? I like it. I think Head and Shoulders need to get this man a deal. Um, a deal real quick. <laughs> um, back to Clash Champions, guys. I'm sorry, a little bit distracted by this NXT right now. This is actually dope. Well, it's not actually. It's NXT. We expect it to be dope. Um, I think this shocked us a little bit, bro. Matter of fact, I think this was the biggest shocker of uh, the night when we were watching. Shinsuke retained the IC um, title. Yeah, I didn't. We definitely didn't see that coming when they called. When they 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 called but didn't call out Chris Jericho. Right. Yeah, I didn't. I don't understand why they did all that just to have the Miz uh, lose. Yeah. That that one threw me off, bro. So, yeah, I was a little confused by that. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. And he actually did this kind of clean or whatever. I can't. Yeah. No, Sami Zayn was still wearing the neck brace from where he was chokeslammed by the Undertaker. True. Sammy, his neck yeah. hurts. He also wore it on SmackDown. This coming up, or you know, two days later. So his neck really hurts. The Undertaker's hurt. Sami Zayn. Oh. Raw Women's Championship. The man, Becky Lynch, versus the boss, Sasha Banks. Somebody said this is a female version of Stone Cold and The Rock. I could see it. I I didn't really think about it until somebody brought it up, and I was like, huh? I mean, but like, minus the corporate angle, I guess. <laughs> um, this shit got crazy. Which one of them? Which one of them accidentally knocked out the ref? Was it Becky? It was Becky. Yeah. Oh yeah, she, yeah. Oh yeah, she knocked. She accidentally knocked out the ref. That shit got into the crowd. They fought all everywhere, and then she lost by disqualification. Yeah. And she hit a ref, and I think we found out later that she was fined. Something, yeah, yeah, she was. Was it like 10 grand? I don't remember. Shout out the fact that Becky Lynch is making that much or whatever, because God forbid the women weren't making that much not too long ago. <laughs> and tell me I'm lying. You can tell this shit, but sorry, back to NXT, you can tell this shit is on like TV now because this is way more kind of like production yeah. than what we used to get. Bro, I told you, he's a vampire. He's also undefeated since he came back as Damian Priest. Hunter sees something, bro. I can't wait. Um. So yeah, Becky won that one, but she well, she lost the match, but she retained her belt. You know, right? Yeah. Um, really good match though. Really good match. After this. I thought this was going to go a little bit differently. I think we both did. But Kofi Kingston, the WWE champion, defended and retained his belt against RKO, Randy Orton. 
Now, people calling their matches bad is disrespectful. They're going to be slow, but I mean, it's Randy Orton. Like, you know right. what I'm saying? This is nothing new, guys. Like, I was a little bit shocked. I thought Randy was going to win. I did think Randy was going to win. Or I just thought, like, maybe not even if, how do I say this? Maybe not even if, you know, you do, he wins or not. We get like a, the last match ended at like a DQ, correct? Just get like a double knockout or something. I don't know. Something wild. I thought they were going to yeah. stretch this. But I totally forgot about what ended up happening on Tuesday. Yeah. So, makes sense now, I guess. You know? <gasps> makes perfect sense. And what's wild, we talked about that like months ago. So, for it to finally happen, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, right. I didn't. I, yeah, I'm just going to pause on Kofi till Tuesday, but. Hey, man. I think we all can smell what's in there. If you don't, you don't know what you watch. So what? I'm fine with it. Oh, bro, when we get there, I want you to go in. Because I know how you feel about him now compared to how you did feel. (sighs) Okay. This might be mine and yours favorite part of this entire damn show. Which is saying something because the end got really damn good. These last three parts are amazing. Not only just being on NXT, not only being on Monday Night Raw, the Street Profits were in the back where they were serenaded and were talking about who's going to win the King of the Ring and were brought up and joined by King Booker. It was fucking amazing. That was, that was great. <laughs> Probably my favorite part of the night. <laughs> that shit was so funny. <laughs> uh, King Booker and the Street Profits. Like, can you name a better duo or trio? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I can't wait to get into I Raw mean, because the Street Profits, can man. You dig that? <laughs> is there anything about the Street Profits that isn't gold? Not yet, dude. <laughs> so far, so good. <laughs> I told you, I can't wait when we get to Raw because, bro, when I say they literally stole the whole fucking show and we called that shit, I'm, I'm telling you, I have text, ladies and gentlemen, and Corey will say I called it. Coming up, though, Street Profits, remember that? Oh, God. Um, We get the match between a, no de- a new disqualification match between Roman Reigns and Eric Rowan. First off, can I say, if I would have told you that Roman Reigns wouldn't have the belt since he came back from cancer and it's been months, but he's still flourishing great. You would have laughed at me. Yes. The fact that he's managed to stay relevant and he doesn't have to be in the title picture is like, this is how you can still have a top guy and he get everyone around him over. Yeah, maybe WWE could learn a few things from this feud. <laughs> They won't, but, I mean, they should. I wonder who is like, okay, we're going to keep Roman getting everyone else involved, but we don't have to get him back in the title picture right now, and it still fucking works. Uh, Vince, because he doesn't want to take the belt off of Seth and has to give Brock the SmackDown belt. Yeah, pretty much. It just happened to work out for the best. Yeah. Currently. 
this shit was a bar burner. We were talking about two big human beings. Yeah. They got it popping from the beginning. We got a couple Superman punches, of course. This was probably my favorite match. I think this was probably the best match of the night, honestly. Yeah. If we're keeping it a buck. Oh, man. I mean, it was a really good uh, no-DQ match. And even coming off of the shit from Tuesday, it was like, okay, like you got me, you got me, and you got me intrigued. Yeah, yeah. Now, the shit was already, you know, whatever. But then, the return of Luke Harper, his bludgeon slash Wyatt family brother. Who the fucks? Corey was like, what the fuck? Like, I mean, we were over here like, what in the hell, huh? We thought he was gone. Or at least at home. This is crazy. It was literally the last thing I ever would have expected to see uh, happen in a WWE ring was Luke Harper wrestling again. Somebody said it was that whole Luke shit of work. I don't think so. Apparently, this motherfucker was at home, like, in every random or whatever. He'd just be talking about, oh, AEW this. He'd, he'd, like, pull a clip up of the Young Bucks. Like... (laughs) I think Vince just changed his mind and decided to use him again. And it's not like he would technically have a choice since he is under contract till uh, after Mania. What I'm glad about is the fact that cause we thought it was going to be Daniel Bryan. We all said it was going to be Daniel Bryan. If you could, I think I heard yeah. one. I think I heard one person say. What if Luke Harper comes back? And you can tell that he said, like, jokingly. Right. Imagine just, I mean, like, I being right it, But I was like, it's not going to happen. I, I, bro, I, I probably wouldn't even have thought it. I just would have been like, you're, you're crazy. He's not, like, he's at the home chilling. And Vince, don't fuck with him. Yeah. So to come back on pay-per-view and be back on Tuesday? I like the fact Dream is fucking with him so bad right now. It's incredible. <laughs> he pimp slap him. <laughs> How is this man not the fucking goat already at what? 23, 24? Yeah. Ugh. Fucking future of wrestling, man. My God. So, yeah. I mean, this was all legal, too, ladies and gentlemen. No DQ, but the return of Luke Harper. And it looked like he's back. Right. He, he also popped up on Tuesday. <laughs> Holy shit. That was amazing. Ah, main event coming off their loss at the beginning of this show former tag team champions fight for the universal championship the the challenger Braun Strowman and the champion who also retained Seth Rollins you had Braun winning this joint, correct? I did. And I said, they ain't taking that joint off, so. Before we get to what happened at the end, because it's also so fucking incredible and leads into the next thing of Monday, which is also, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like, Monday was incredible. Where do you go here with Braun Strowman, man? I don't know. How, how many times has he, like, not, not, not won that belt? Um... This is at least three now. There's Roman. There's the number one, cont- the number one contender match with Baron Corbin. 
Seth He's now. lost to Brock twice. So that's five that we can remember. Yeah. Is it just like Vince just doesn't see it? Is it backstage heat? Like what? What is it? I I have no idea. It's insane to me, man. I mean, which I I I wasn't shocked, but I'm just like, if you're gonna do it, you got to pull that trigger. Yeah. But I don't know. I just thought I'd ask that because I'm like, I mean, what can you do with that man at this point? Like, what is what's really real? Right. Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. Chappelle show. What's real, son? Yo, you real, son? What's real, son? What's really real, son? <laughs> Yo, that nigga tried to kill my father, man. <laughs> I don't play that shit. Say word try. That nigga tried to kill my father. <laughs> the black biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> So, Seth Rollins won, proceeded to go, you know, leave and everything, and then the lights went black. He could, did he, Didn't he catch a Sister Abigail and a Mandible Claw? Yes. By the fiend, Bray Wyatt, who said he was going to run up on whoever won the, whoever won the, t- the title. And I was like, oh, please have the fiend. Please have the fiend. So when the lights went dark, me and Corey was in here screaming. Like, yo. That was fucking incredible. That was... That was everybody's thumbnail, too, on the videos. It was the perfect way to end the show, quite frankly. (laughs) That and jumping transition kings going right into Raw because they ended the same way if you look at it. Huh, yeah. Like everything the fiend touches right now is gold. Have you seen the fucking shirts? I have not. The let him in shirts. Mm-mm. Hey, I don't know if people are listening. If you guys are big Halloween people, that's gonna be the ultimate Halloween shirt. The shirt is creepy as fuck. Like he looks terrifying. Yeah, check that out, bro. It's crazy. But that, ladies and gentlemen, was Clash of Champions in. The Spectrum Center of beautiful Charlotte, North Carolina. It's all good, even though, I repeat, Charlotte went over three. Going into Raw. Uh, where was Raw at, bro? Do you remember? Knoxville. Oh, yeah, Raw was in Knoxville. Okay, I'm like, I'm thinking the SmackDown was somewhere else or whatever. Okay, Raw, Raw in Knoxville, Tennessee. Start off with a Seth Rollins promo. Talking about, you know, Braun Strowman is a big man. It took, it took a lot to, you know, get him out. But he's like, he just woke up to being attacked by. I was like, you got attacked by the fiend, sir. Bray Wyatt is a different changed man now. He's with kids. <laughs> We're not going to have this disrespect. True. Then he was interrupted by a Firefly Funhouse segment. We would get a bunch of these all night, and I wrote down the shit that, like, the shit that happens in them or whatever, but, you know, pretty much we, (laughs) on this first one, we pretty much got confirmed we're getting The Fiend versus Seth Rollins inside. Hell in a cell. Seth Rollins has lost his fucking mind if he wants to be in a cell with the fiend. Uh, yeah, that's a new for me, dog. 
super no for me, dog. And also, I, to- I told you, because this is the second time he's done it. At the very end, the Mr. Rogers character, the, the new Bray Wyatt, looks right into the camera with the biggest smile and just says, ha, see you in hell, <laughs> while waving. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> so, does Seth get slaughtered in this match? He has to. Yeah. I, I don't even want like the I don't even want the heel glove or the, not the the hurt the heel. I don't even want the heel glove trying to help out. I want the hurt glove. I want him to fucking take the heel glove off and yeah. it be the hurt glove and him and he brutalizes Seth Rollins. You have to fucking make a statement. If anything, it should be a squash. <clears throat> also, I still contend the fiend should just show up in the cell. Like he shouldn't come down the ramp. You don't want to see the. Um, do you want to see the lantern again? No. I like, mean, the light should just go off, and he yeah. just pops up in the cell. Like Seth's in the cell, and then um, the they close the door and shit, or like they play the fiend's music, but like he doesn't show up. Yeah. Like they close the door, and then, like I don't know, everyone's like, "Oh, where's he at?" or whatever, and the lights go out, and then he's just standing behind Seth, and then the lights come on or whatever, and fucking. Because if you notice, I can't. I think we catch all the mandible claws in the dark. Yeah, this be like one of the few times or whatever we catch it in the light. Ever since he he used it on fucking um, Finn Balor. Yeah, which <laughs> that was still incredible. He mandible clawed him into a pin. Like I don't. Right, I, I yeah. don't think. I, I think it was a pinfall because I don't. I only think. I think he passed out after because he wouldn't. He wouldn't take it out. I think so. <laughs> which was also. We were like, that's a great use of the move. Or should should the lights go out and then when they come back on, the fiend's just standing over Seth Rollins, like he's already like knocked him down or whatever. I like that too, actually. Either way, though, it should be a squash. Mm. Speaking of squashes, you already know what's next. Mm-hmm. As Corey said, because like we said, we, we'd be texting back and forth throughout the entire shit or whatever. Um, we got the tag team or a, a tag team championship summit, or as Corey called it. You remember what you called this shit? I don't. You said, yo, what the fucking ass fucking uh, five, uh, five Kage ass? Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> you called it a five Kage summit. <laughs> I said, no, it's the Tag Team Championship <laughs> Summit, man. A.K.A. the new Raw and new, and new SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Revival, and uh, Robert Roode and Dolph Ziggler all met up in the ring and were squashed, all four of them, by one man, Braun Strowman, who said whoever's in the ring, out there, whoever's in the ring in the next five minutes is about to get these hands. I still don't understand the point of that segment. To show that, hey, Braun lost, but he's still strong? I it don't was know. literally like when Sasuke ambushed the Five Kage Summit. Didn't he? Except in that case, Sasuke got his ass beat. But that's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sa- well, Sa- Sasuke, unlike Braun, is, uh, I guess, you know, Sasuke's a bitch. A punk-ass bitch, yeah. Yeah. So that happened. Um, Six man tag team match between the OC, California, 
and Cedric Alexander and the Viking Raiders. Who I guess are faces now. Yeah, which is random as hell. Yes. Which they were faces on NXT. Yes. But since being on the main roster, I think at first they were heels. It sure felt like it. But they're not Vikings that pillage, man. They're, you know, they're 2019 Vikings. <laughs> and Vikings in the name, so then they don't have to remind, Michael Cole doesn't have to remind you every two seconds like he does whenever Sarah Logan comes out. Ugh. Who's actually married to the... Um, I don't I don't remember which one. Uh, Eric. It's Eric. The The bigger one is called Ivar now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's married to Eric. <laughs> the the kind of smaller one with the tattoos and shit. Yeah. Also, Ivar, though, for a big dude, I mean, god dang, that motherfucker can fly. Yeah, he really can. He has some great fucking, like, moves or whatever. I would never really expect from someone his size. It's incredible. Um, After this, this shit got wild. Because... We went on a 24-7 title where the champion, excuse me, the 15-time champion. You heard right, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Got sniffles right now. Good gracious, y'all. The 15-time 24-7 champion, R-Truth, got a tour around Knoxville, Tennessee with Mayor Glenn Jacobs. You know, nothing out of the ordinary here. Just a normal man. Glenn Jacobs. Normal normal tour of Knoxville. That's all. You know, normal six foot whatever size giant mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee. You know? Yes. Who would think? <sighs> Before we get into the King of the Ring... And I, I'm going to just go ahead and warn you guys, wash out your ears before you listen because Corey's about to get into Dream Valley Driver. Um, Corey's about to get into like total markness with eventual, and we called it fucking champion King Corbin. We got that. I'm going to need you to put some respect on the king's name. <laughs> we got a. Jesus Christ, this hurts to even see. Velveteen just lost his title. I'm about to cry. But we got that after this match, we were going to be getting the Maria Canellis gender reveal party hosted by the Street Profits. And I text Corey <laughs> and said, this shit about to be lit. And I bet you Montez Ford is probably not excuse me, not Montez Ford. He's happily married. Angela, I said, watch Angelo Dawkins get accused of being the baby daddy. But we're getting there, ladies and gentlemen. Because before, and I thought this was a double dose of shit for Corey, King of the Ring. They gave them a good 25, 30 minutes, right? Yeah. It was a really long match, and you called it. You fucking called it. I mean, as far as being long. We both yeah. called it champion. Like I said, you guys told me a long time ago. <clears throat> with when a SmackDown guy comes on a Raw show, the Raw person probably going to win. Yeah, more likely than not. And Chad Gable got pretty damn close. But we all knew his new haircut was not going to be enough. The power of dads? 
Yeah, they kept referring to him like, you know, being a father and his daughter was live in attendance. Barry Corbin didn't care about none of that shit. The reign of King Corbin. King Corbin, first of his name, constable of Monday nights. Former constable. Constable of Monday nights. I'm not mad at it because, one... Baron Corbin is real heat. Yes. He's real heat. It's not no cheap shit. It's not no anything. He is real fucking heat. I love everything about this shit. Honestly, <laughs> he's yeah. going to go out there. I told you he's going to go out there and tell us like, you know, like him and Elias probably had the best case or whatever of winning where it was like, okay, which I, I wanted Andrade. Yeah. Cause I, I told Selena Vega was going to go out there and tell us we ain't worthy and we need to shut up. And uh, bow to our tranquilo. But now Barry Corbin just got there and make us boo him more. So you still get it. So, yeah. Barry Corbin, 2019 King of the Ring. No shocker here. No. I think the only shock was not only did we get a good-ass King of the Ring tournament, the finale didn't disappoint either. This isn't like... if if this shit's gonna be this damn good every year, like we said, King Gimmick or not, bring the shit back because the wrestling was yes, phenomenal. Absolutely, the wrestling was so. F- I didn't even know Barry Corbin can go like this. I mean, I, I did. He just doesn't have good matches with Seth Rollins. Why is that? I just don't think they're good together. I got you. Any um, any more words for your King Corbin, first of his name? May his reign be long and prosperous. Oh, you know what happens on SmackDown, but, you know, we got to get to SmackDown first. Yeah. So, this is the moment where I said I was going to surprise you and tell you live on the podcast which I'm starting to love this guys and I'm you know because Corey's live reactions to some shit are ultimate I wish you guys could see his face we really got to work on this video shit and I'm not just saying that did you hear which we know now Triple H was clearly in Florida for this opening NXT show Vince was doing Vince things and Kevin Dunn was also not around guess who ran all of Monday Night Raw was it Paul? Yeah. Interesting. Heyman. The whole thing. <laughs> I think that's why we get great and fucking gold segments like the Maria Kanellis gender reveal party hosted by the Street <laughs> Profits. Because if that didn't have fucking Paul Heyman written all over it. <laughs> and Very I true. loved every fucking second of this. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh, gracious. We go to the back, and everyone's crowded around. Everyone's excited and everything. Like we said, the Street Profits are hosting. We find out Maria is having a boy. Mike Kanellis, her, you know, her husband, who is right there, is super excited. And I text Corey earlier, like I said, because I said, bro... Angelo Dawkins is going to pop up and be the baby daddy or something like that. Something like that is going to be said. And I can't wait because it's going to be hilarious. Right. 
<laughs> so Maria, who has been fucking with her husband ever since this whole shit happened about him being a bitch and all this and everything, says she's having a boy with Ricochet. Now, first off, before we get into this and everything, this is all kayfabe, ladies and gentlemen. And we found out later, of course, that she was messing her. She, she was not having a child with Ricochet. But in real life, non-kayfabe, Ricochet is a proud black man who is in a relationship with Casey Catanzaro. I don't know if she's reminded you about that 5,000 times or not. Not recently. Oh, well, you know. I saw a picture of... Um, her hanging on his shoulders or whatever. What? Yeah. We all know black men don't cheat. So we already know that shit will never rock and everything, right? Mike Canellis, who is visibly and of course upset that Ricochet is not only fucking he thinks Ricochet is not only fucking his woman, but oh this dude's really good, bro. I remember I've seen him before a couple of times. Is pissed off and wants to have a match against Ricochet. He is immediately he's immediately defended. Or defended. He's immediately de- defeated by Ricochet. Yeah. Okay. Which I saw coming. Oh, we we all for saw coming. Obvious reasons. I was like Oh, Ricochet Mike Canellas match. Interesting, you know? Yeah. I think that was just Paul, like, okay, might as well get Ricochet in a match. Why not? So, before I get to the rest of it, I'm going to save that for a little bit later. Because after this, or in between this, we got another Firefly Funhouse segment where Bray Wyatt showed us his wall of friendship. Do you remember this? Um, I will I remind you because I wrote it down. The wall of friendship consists of pictures of his friends, Jerry the King Lawler, Kurt Angle, Mick Foley, and Finn Balor, <laughs> where he all had their eyes crossed out with an X, with X or whatever. Yeah. You know, who should have been on that list. Seth Rollins? Stone Cold. Oh, well, Stone Cold. Oh, well, Seth Rollins is going up there. Yeah, true. He went up there later in the show. That's a different segment, though. But Stone Cold should have been on the wall of friendship. Yes. Pretty much everyone that's been Mandible Claude, they're all his friends. Just look, just little shit like this is gold, man. It's like, it, it, this. But, and it's also amazing looking because they came back to back. The Street Profits and Bray Wyatt, two of the best shits. Matter of fact, R-Truth, the Street Profits, and Bray Wyatt, how long have they been carrying this shit now? Uh, <laughs> since after Mania? Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Um, We leave there. And we get back to what's going on in the ring. After being defeated by Ricochet, Mike Canellis is upset. And he's like, well, Maria's like, yeah, I don't have a child with Ricochet. I was just using, I thought I was just using that as motivation. The real child of the real child of the father is this guy. Bruh. 
Who the fuck saw Ricochet coming? I mean, not Ricochet. God damn it. Who the fuck saw Rusev coming out? I definitely didn't. Newly porn stashed Rusev. His best Ron Jeremy impression. Came out there and squashed Mike Canellis in like uh, 10 seconds. Was it Alkaline or whatever the move's called? Yeah. Alkaline? The Alkaline. Broke his back and then left. Now, I have a couple things to say before we get back to the Street Profits and everything going backstage. Also, too, I thought it was funny as soon as the Ricochet shit happened or whatever. Titus O'Neil and the Street Profits turned that shit into the blackest thing of all time. <laughs> where the Street Profits hit a, 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 a together. Damn! Yeah. <laughs> and then Titus O'Neil was like, nah, bro, you can't go for that shit. I was like, yo, that shit, I was like, yo, this shit got black as fuck real quick. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I said I need a storyline between whenever Maria. Because how long? Let me see. Maria's how many months pregnant? Do we know? I have no idea. Tell me. Okay, it's 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 September now. Yeah. I feel like give her until about March. She should be ready to come back. One would think, possibly. Come back March, we build up the hype because she's trying to get at the newly mustached Rusev. Lana comes back, and then we get a match Rusev on a pole match between Lana and Maria Kanellis with we, special guest referee Mike Kanellis. Do we really want to see either of them wrestle? Hell no! But tell me the feud wouldn't be amazing. Maybe. If we be, everybody wants the '90s bag so much or whatever, that, that was some. Tell me that wouldn't be a '90s plot line, some Jerry Springer ass <laughs> shit like that. Yes, like they they would dead ass have a brawl in fucking instead of inside of a DNA clinic. Yeah. <laughs> you know you can see it. That's the yeah. sad part. So we go back to the gender reveal party, and. Like I called it, Angela Dawkins says, hey, bro, I'm just glad she didn't say me, man. I thought I was going to fuck around to be the daddy. And I I was like, nigga, I called this shit. I was like, it's going to be fucking Angela Dawkins because Montez Ford is a happily married man. Also, can I go back to, um, Jesus Christ, can I go back to, I was watching last week's NXT and they cut a promo about, you know, being at MSG and everything, which they were and killed it. On Monday Night Raw, they cut a promo in Central Park where they were on top of a rock, but you can't really tell at first. And then at the end, they're like, "Hey, yo, bro, I know we going to MSG, but how are we gonna get down from this big ass rock?" And it's like they went from being dead ass serious to just like comedy, and it was I mean flawless. Like, ah, uh, just these guys are amazing. Right? These guys are fucking amazing. But we must move on. But. I need anything like somebody was like that is just amazing that we get the real life pregnancy of Maria Canellis and you turn that shit into an angle and who else but the street prophets to host a gender reveal party <laughs> like that shit was so 2019 it was like gender reveal <laughs> oh man after this we got Oh, okay. Uh, 
Knoxville, Tennessee Mayor Glenn Jacobs pins our truth to become the first mayor or maybe first politician? Both? Both, yeah. To win the 24-7 championship. Any thoughts about Glenn Jacobs, 24-7 champion? I thought President Glenn Jacobs was a good 24-7 champion. Overall, does that make him a how many time champion? Uh, I don't know. A lot. Um. After this, we got, oh God, we got a good match between Rey Mysterio and Cesaro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who booked that, but good fucking, good fucking job. Good job. Um, what the fuck was Cesaro wearing? Um, what do you mean his James Bond villain shit? I about to say, was that it? Because <laughs> I think you said that, and I said he looked like he's um, cosplaying as a Hollister model. <laughs> <laughs> I think he had on like Dockers or some shit. Something. <laughs> it was fucking incredible, but of course Mysterio went over. Cesaro doesn't win matches like that, but always puts on a good ass match. And it's Cesaro yeah. Rey Mysterio. Of course, that shit was going to be amazing. Yeah, guaranteed right there. Um. Oh, this is what you were talking about. Bray back to the Firefly Funhouse. Bray Wyatt then added Seth Rollins to the Wall of Friendship. As he should have. As he should have, because, I mean, hey, he got Mandible clawed out. Yeah. I cannot wait to see what happens to the newest member of the Wall of Friendship. Well, I can't wait to see him lose his title. <laughs> um, The Fiend is going to revitalize the uh, Universal Championship. After this, ladies and gentlemen... We are almost an hour in, but I was so excited about this shit. <clears throat> so excited. We got a promo video, narco style, from the AOP, aka former Raw Tag Team Champions, the Authors of Pain. Now, we have not seen them in a minute. They One of them got hurt. Because I remember the other one was in the, um, I don't think the Royal Rumble, maybe the Royal Rumble, I can't remember. But I know one of them was definitely in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and they didn't bring him back for the tag team turmoil. And that was like a last second decision. We was like, well, good. Because it was pointing them going out there and losing. Right. They had a Narcos ass style promo where they're wearing like full on like kind of suits and shit. It's talking about how the tag division and everybody or whatever is weak and everything in Spanish. This was incredible. We also saw it again on SmackDown the next night. What are they going to do with this and what are your hopes for the returning authors of pain? I mean, I want to see them win the tag titles, but I don't want... Raw, Raw or SmackDown? Well, I guess Raw since that's what they've been on. Right. I'm like, do they return on Raw? Or they, like, you think they get drafted over to SmackDown? Mm-hmm. I think they're getting those belts soon. I think so too, though. Yeah. I low key wouldn't be upset with a feud against Heavy Machinery. 
I wouldn't. No, that'd be pretty good. I'm just thinking right now because I'm like, who are the tag? And, you know, heavy machinery does need something to do. Who are the tag teams on um Raw with the Usos not being around? Them and the glorious showoffs. Yeah, because I mean, apparently, fucking the revival who we thought we were on Raw or SmackDown uh, tag championship now. Like, what in the world? And the B teams on SmackDown, I think. So what? The B teams on SmackDown, right? Yeah, they we got a we have a match with them later. The B stands for best. Mm. Speaking of best, we got the best friends, not the AEW ripoffs. The Boston Hug Connection, but Corey refuses to ever call them that. Sasha and Bailey versus the women's tag team champs. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. So, did you see the what people were calling real life beef between Sasha Banks and um, Alexa Bliss? No. So, I'm going to show you a video right now, bro, from Alexa Bliss's IG, where she didn't say it, but she pretty much kind of was like, "Oh, you know, blah blah blah," and. Your fave, Medusa, a.k.a. Alundra Blaze, said, thank God for Bailey. So when I show you this video, you tell me if this looks dangerous. She's pretty much implying that during that spot that I'm showing Corey right now, um, Sasha barely even tried to catch her. And that Bailey took a lot of the grunt, like, you know. Interesting. We both Sasha have- did definitely mess it up. You know, I said, we have definitely heard about them having, like, you know, they don't fuck with each other like, on some real shit. I also heard that Alexa Bliss's real-life best friend, Nia Jax, also said some little smart shit. It's just Nia Jax isn't an extremely unsafe worker, but okay. I get it. I, I get it. But, I mean, that is her friend, you know? Um... And if Nia Jax hasn't already hurt Sasha before. Yeah. And Alexa. <clears throat> yeah. And Ember Moon. Yeah. And Bailey. Yeah. And Charlotte. And Charlotte. She's there all the horsewomen. And Becky. Yeah. So. Yeah. She's not a wrestler. She's a former model. Tell me how that works. Um, Alexa Bliss got hurt in this match, quote unquote, hurt, and then it turned pretty much into a handicap match between the Boston Hug and then Nikki Cross. I think Nikki Cross lost. I can't remember if she lost or like they got DQ'd. Um, I think she lost. Yeah, I think Nikki did lose, but then Becky came out there, and her and Charlotte got what pretty much was like a, I call this shit a lightsaber chair fight. But they were hitting each other with the chairs. Oh, yeah. like, not hitting each other with the chairs, but hitting the chairs like it was fucking lightsabers. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Okay, cool. Until um, Bailey comes out there with her own chair. And then they were about to get the upper hand on Becky until her former best friend, about to be soon face, and 
I think the face of SmackDown, Charlotte Flair runs out. They get the upper hand on the heels. Pretty good little segment. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it very much. And then anything for horsewomen is, you know. Yeah. Um, after this, we got Sasha challenging ba- or challenging Becky to a rematch at Hell in a Cell. Becky says she's going to destroy uh, Sasha inside the cell. Yeah. Pretty much what we confirmed. Right. Excited for this match? Uh, um, yes. Let's just pray Sasha doesn't hurt her neck. Well, yeah. True. <laughs> Let's see how that works out. But we definitely think Sasha about to win this bitch, though, right? I mean, she's got to. She's got to this time. Yeah. Um. Our <sighs> truth, who was hiding on top of the limousine runs out rolls up 24-7 champion and Knoxville you know 24 new 24-7 champion and mayor of Knoxville Tennessee Glenn Jacobs to become and I mean tied when you talk about the great we talk about the championship reigns Ric Flair John Cena, 16-time champions. And now, 16-time, 24-7 champion, R-Truth. Yes. So when we talk about the greats... less time that John Cena took to do it. When we talk about the greats, we got to put R-Truth in that category now, bro. Also, the great Raven, wasn't he like a... in that category already? Oh, this is also true. How many years in the game? Um, he's up there with Raven. Isn't Raven like a 20-time um, hardcore champion? Probably. I think somebody I heard, somebody said something like, yo, Raven, like, mad reigns or whatever with that belt. Uh, yeah. R-Truth, 16-time champion. He was about to get attacked again by Glenn Jacobs where he went for a choke slam, but he kind of tossed his way out of it. You know? Yeah. Glenn Jacobs. Last we'll see of him tonight. <sighs> Bruh. <sighs> I know you like Lacey Evans. I like to look at Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans is so boring, and I'm so over so much of this shit. No natty 50-50 booking this week. This late in the show. The second... The second fucking thing, second to last thing on the fucking show of Raw was, you want to guess what? Because you don't forgot it already. Wasn't it Lacey, Lacey Evans versus Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke. Who the fuck ever wants to see that? Nobody. Absolutely nobody. Was there any shock who won this joint? No. This I, and I know I feel like y'all think I come at her or whatever, but anytime I see Dana Brooke, I'm just like, huh? 
I mean, she's pretty useless. She's the jobber of the show. Yeah. She's a full-time jobber, basically. She's the Brooklyn brawler. <laughs> Dana Brooke, the the female Brooklyn brawler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, last thing with Raw, we in this shit on a great note. A match between Universal Champion Seth Rollins and Tag Team Champion. The glorious Robert Rude. Accompanied to the ring by his Raw Tag Team Champion mate, Dolph Ziggler. Also, Dolph, when he's not wrestling or whatever, and like the, the hair with the perm. Yeah. He dead ass looks like a nigga on um, a fucking LA, like, like, I don't know, some type of like fucking. Sunset cover band or something. I don't know. Like you should be a member of Poison. Right. <laughs> it gives me eighties like hair like hair rock band or whatever. So they're having a match. Um Dolph Ziggler's interfering throughout the whole thing, but still a pretty good match. Right. Um Seth gets jumped by the tag champs. Who then also gets jumped by the OC. Like you said, they need to go ahead and just join the OC. Yeah. They went out there and pretty much was a thing. Until all fire and brimstone come up and we get Kane. Who comes out and saves Seth Rollins. Now, I wasn't around for a lot of this shit. But I've been told that makes no fucking sense because Kane and Seth Rollins do not have the best history. No. But I don't care because that was cool. So I guess Kane is a face right now. Yeah. Comes out there and, you know, in two. Like I said, it's a lot of shit compacted into one. Until Kane with one of the. Oh, God. I feel like somebody said the best. They were like, every little picture that we get with the fiend. Is amazing because they're all in pitch black and it's just the flash of the camera. It, yeah. it, it makes it that much scarier. The best commercial on TV right now. Love this shit. Um, until Kane is attacked by the fiend Bray Wyatt. <laughs> also, I guess that means Vince isn't that mad at Brett. Yeah. He's definitely on this commercial, right? I didn't think about that. That is true, though. But yeah, my man, uh, the Kane got mandible clawed. Yep, that was amazing. That was in, that. That's what's supposed to happen, and it should have yeah. happened to Steve Austin. Damn it! Yes. Ugh. Do you just? This is gonna sound terrible. The the faces that the fiend is, makes whenever he has a person in the mandible claw. He just, I mean, he looks like he's just like, it, it, it's like the face whenever I know I'm about to go eat some good Chinese food and I'm just excited. Like he's in there, he's just like, it's like it's like he's he's pout, he's getting. He, he looks like fucking Android 19 whenever he's sucking out all of Goku's energy. Wow. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying though. 
I'm okay with the faces. Also, I Kane better be on the wall of friendship next week. Yeah. Better. He looks over at Seth Rollins and he doesn't even attack him. They, he's just looking at him in pitch blackness as we get one final shot. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, how Raw ended. Yeah, that was a great way to end Raw. Incredible. This entire show was amazing. Was this Loki better than Clash Champions? Yes. <laughs> I was like, this shit was Loki better than Clash Champions. I definitely think it was. <clears throat> Only thing, Dana Brooke would never be on that. Has Dana Brooke ever been on a pay-per-view? I'm sure she's been on one or two. Dana Brooke, man. That's... On the like, pre-show or some shit. Going into SmackDown. Start off. Six-man tag match between the New Day who and... Randy Orton and the Revival. Of course, the Revival lost again. That's all they do is lose. The tag team champions lost? Yeah. One of them, uh, Kofi pinned one of them. What's the point of that? What's the one with the beard? I don't remember. Is it Dash or Doc? I don't know. But whichever the one with the beard. Also, only Lokens I hear cosplaying as a Laker. Uh, so Kofi won the match and then was standing tall until and I'm ready to get your thoughts on this one bro we forgot everything about the prophecy and it was gonna happen that Kofi was pretty much holding that belt and he was gonna hold it until the music hit and the beast Brock Lesnar came down with his advocate Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman on SmackDown. Yeah. Who called out Kofi Kingston for October the 4th. Two days before excuse me, two days before Hell in a Cell. The first opening show of Friday Night Smackdown on Fox. And then just for the hell of it, gave him an F5. (laughs) Your thoughts, Brock Lesnar being back. I'm here for it. We called this shit how many months ago when the rumors Uh, first came out? After Kofi won the title. Damn, they were that far back? I remember at first you being pissed about it. When we yeah. first heard the rumors, that was way, way, way back in the day. Though. I remember this now. But after the new resurgence of Brock, after he won the belts, what was that? Um, when he cashed in his money in the bank? And, uh, was that Stomping Grounds? No, oh, that SummerSlam? Nah, he lost that SummerSlam. Oh. <sighs> Fuck it, too many pay-per-views, man. I think it was stomping grounds. Cause he got he, he got the briefcase at money in the bank. Yeah. I wanna say that's what ended stuff. I, I wanna say it's what ended stomping grounds, because we got that double match between um Baron Corbin, Lacey Evans, and the man and you know, the man's fiance. Yeah. 
I think it's then. If I'm, I, I don't know. I might be wrong. Oh, with you're that. right. It was then. But yeah, Brock ever since then has not been as insufferable. Nope. And I mean, Kofi had to lose eventually, so I'm fine with him losing like this to Brock. It's probably going to be a squash, which I don't want, but... Yeah, I, d- I don't want that. Kofi needs to at least get some offense in. Yeah. We'll see how that goes, but yeah, it's, our, it's looking pretty much like uh, Brock Lesnar about to be your new WWE champion. Um, Brock Lesnar apparently has not been on SmackDown since how long? Since he left. Do you know a year? 2004, I think. Jesus Christ. This will be his first TV match since then, too. Whoa. Mm-mm. After this, we got a awkward-ass, boring-ass, what-the-fuck-ass interview where Michael Cole interviewed um, Eric Rowan, where he told him he had attempted manslaughter on Roman Reigns. Now, Corey, who is... is not a thing. You can't attempt manslaughter. <laughs> manslaughter is an accident. You can't attempt an accident. And then the whole interview was just like, you know, Luke Harper came out there and helped you. Well, if you, I don't know, go ask Luke Harper. It was just like, what the fuck is going on with this interview? The interview just didn't go well. I like the whole premise of it, but it wasn't good. So, yeah, that was a little whack. Um, next, um, our Intercontinental Champion, Shinsuke Nakamura. Accompanied by Sami Zayn, was supposed to have a match against Mustafa Ali. Don't forget Mustafa. Until pretty much it turned into Sami Zayn kind of coming and like kind of coming and like distracting Mustafa Ali, and then Shinsuke got an upper hand on him. They beat him down, and then he got Kinshasa. So I don't know if they're doing something with Ali or if that I hope was, they're doing something with Ali. They he they need to do something. Something. That was just random out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I like, I was a little confused, but whatever. He got beat down. We haven't gotten a good cop promo in a while. Also true. Um, Kevin Owens, who was fired the week before last. Bought a bought a pretty good ticket to um, come see SmackDown. Those tickets aren't cheap either. He needs to start saving his money. Oh yeah, family he, man. He ain't got no job no more, so yeah, and he has a fine too. I was about to say yeah, ain't that fine? But he's in the crowd. Shane McMahon, the best in the world, is not too happy about this. He's also not too happy because somebody goes and serves him some papers. To get the fuck off of TV? Huh? To get the fuck off of TV? Well, Kevin Owens said, you know, I got fined by putting hands on an official, so I went and looked at all this or whatever. I was the official, and you put hands on me. So, <laughs> not only do you owe me such and such million, but you could possibly be fired. Interesting. So, Kevin Owens is trying to get Shaman Man not only fired, but fined. And having to owe Kevin Williams, like Kevin Owens, like I think five million dollars, something like that. Interesting. So, yes, <laughs> honestly, this shit has been drug out too damn long. Yes, but it's back funny again. You got me back, damn it. Last week we said we were over it. You got me back. Hmm. Interesting. 
Because that shit was funny. That was a good... I don't even know what that was. I think that's what he was trying to explain. Holy shit. Um, we got the same AOP promo again on SmackDown, which I said when they, they threw it on SmackDown as well. Is it going to be on Raw? Are they going to be on SmackDown? Or are they trying to throw us off? Hmm. I just, I'm excited to see the AOP back. Right. Does Drake Maverick come back as um their... I hope not. <laughs> He, you need to, he needs to stay doing twenty four seven shit. Yeah, he uses the AOP to um to get the twenty four seven champion championship belt. That could be funny, but I want them to be all serious. I don't want no comedy with that shit. Yeah, you know, so no pissing on you know Survivor Series. That was fucking stupid. But if they were gonna be funny about it or whatever, you gotta have him use them as like giant ass bodyguards, and then they're all champions. And he can finally consummate his marriage. <laughs> Has he done that yet? I guess not. Every time he's about to start, our truth gets the title back. So it's been however many months and he still has not consummated his marriage. Yeah, I would appear so. <laughs> Jesus, that shit is still hilarious to me. Uh, <laughs> um, got a match between the boss. Sasha Banks and the Queen Charlotte Flair. Heel Bailey, of course, had to inter like you know, intervene. They're about to beat down Charlotte, and as somebody said, Carmella, who what, like like huh? Yeah, what? It's just you needed a blonde or I like mean, I like Carmella a lot, but the fuck. Can we talk about the fact that Carmella deadass was like, you know, before she was a good guy, cashed in on Charlotte Flair and then beat her twice? Twice. And beat Oscar twice. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just saying Carmella's like. Who the, the fuck is Oscar been at? She's with, she's with the. With Kyrie Sane. Yeah. So, to answer your question, I don't have a fucking clue. What the fuck was the point of calling up Kyrie Sane? To answer your question, I don't have a fucking clue. Is it just like okay? We need if we, we, we have a minority, we got to put you in another minority. Yes. <laughs> you know how I know that's low key sadly true, because the last episode I was watching, whatever Jordan Miles before he had his big match against Adam Cole, guess who was walking in uh, NXT with? Who? Just just think of a nigga on NXT. Uh, Come on, you know it. Just pick a random black guy on NXT. Other than Velveteen, I don't know. No. Uh, Ke- Keith Lee. Oh. Him and Keith Lee are just walking in. Interesting. Yeah. But God, that's just, ah, just so fucking stupid. Carmella, man. Whatever. Um, Something that I know you're going to be a little bit upset about, bro, but you know, it's whatever. King Corbin. We should all bow down. Not we really. We should all bow down. <laughs> And pay proper proper respect to the king, <laughs> and grovel at his feet. Is that how you feel? It's exactly how I feel. The one true king of Monday nights. <laughs> well, and I guess Tuesday nights. All all nights. Yes, because we were supposed to get a a a, a serenade. You know, a, not serenade. A coronation. Yeah, coronation of King Corbin. Until he was 
He's got his crown destroyed by that peasant short. Did I mention he's short? Tiny? Smaller? Human being? Chad Gable? How dare he? We got a bunch of short jokes. You might be too little to do the job. How dare he disrespect the king like that? (laughs) This is the Lion King. You can't get away with that shit here. I was like, how did nobody come out there and, like, you know, help out the king? Because they're all jealous. That's all. Mm. They'll learn their place. (laughs) I cannot. Um... Heavy Machinery beat the B team. We got to see um, the best team. <laughs> we got to see a caterpillar. <laughs> I do love Otis. How do you not love Otis? Right. The last thing on SmackDown, Daniel Bryan came out there to cut a promo where it seemed like he was almost about to go face a little bit. He also said the people that um, are cheering him now were the same people that thought he told Eric Rowan to attack Roman Reigns. And we're fickle. Indeed. We are fickle. And But he's never lied to us. Well, he told us. Like you said, same like he's about to go I face. him. Until he was attacked by Eric Rowan again, who said this shit hurt him because he thought they were actually friends. Last week or whatever, I think Ro I think uh Rowan said that's where Daniel Bryan had it twisted because he's always he thought they were intelligent you know, what did he say? Um equally intelligent equals or whatever. Mm-hmm. He said, No, I've always been um, smarter. Interesting. Then he goes out there and attacks Daniel Bryan, joined again by Luke Harper. Right. Who is back back. Uh, Roman Reigns goes out for the save and he's also beaten down by the former Wyatt family members so this was great yeah like this was really great like both of these shows ended amazingly and it has me excited for what's next yeah, I can't wait for uh, Hell in a Cell. Which is in three weeks. Like, who the fuck knew? Well, like two weeks now. Shit, yeah, you're right. Two weeks now. I love that the the world now gets to witness the greatness of the original, bro. <laughs> um, That's SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get to NXT... And, like, last thing I want to get on before we get out of here, bro. Uh, you know, NXT had their first show on USA, whatever. You know, we'll get there whenever we catch up and all that. So we're watching the background still. Kenny Omega, the quote-unquote, what, what people thought at one point was the best wrestler in the world, shat on NXT and said if he was on the same show, they would be the dark match. Yes. Which is... Ridiculous for starters. B, how are you going to say in the same video that it's not a war, yeah. but then also 
shit on them when no one started it with you. Is it Uchiwa like, or is it going to Mike? start things, but also claim that like it's not a big deal, right? Are you caught? Are, like, it's like, are is it Uchiwali or is it one mic? Is it competition or are you the alternative? Like, which right, one it, is it? It's called consistency, Kenny. Try some. Like, I, I told you, that's why. Like, everyone is like, they're kind of like this whole AEW shit, which what culture, whatever, loving to death, but they are super riding or whatever on some shit. They are, and it's I, I like I I get okay, yeah, you had a couple of good pay per views or whatever. That's a lot different. We have to yeah. do weekly television. Yeah. And Kenny, for being real, me and Corey was saying, you ever had a good match since you left New Japan? Not really. Certainly not a great match. No. So if you want to talk about it, I mean, we was like, we could just throw up the names or whatever. Like, uh, shit, Champa, Gargano, Cole. Velveteen. Velveteen. Matt Riddle. All have had better matches than you. Rap shit. It was hell yeah, Roddy had that damn oh a couple matches. Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate. Mm-hmm. So it's kinda hard to hear you say like, oh, you'd be the main event, they'd be on the dark match. Right, yeah. Like it's also Corey's excited guys because we finally got the bracket for the AEW tag oh, team yeah. <laughs> tournament. The the we know nothing about this tournament tag team tournament. But now we finally know things about it. Although I, I, I don't like the bracket. You don't like the bracket? I sent it to you and I sent it to Will. And um, I'm like, I, he's like, who you think going to win? I was like, I don't know. The Lucha Bros? The, I mean. The Young Bucks. The Young Bucks have, are going to beat our faves in the first round. Aren't they? They're wrestling private party, right? Private party, yeah. Yeah. Who's taking on the winner between uh, the Jurassic Express and the Lucha Bros? Dark Order get a first round bye, and then they're going to face the winners of SoCal Uncensored and The Best Friends. See, I'm AEW, man, but pretty much, um, I, I just want you to tell Kenny Omega what you tell a lot of people. It's time, it's time for him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, try shutting the fuck up for five minutes. <laughs> sounded like Antonio Brown now. Oh, God. <sighs> And on that note, um, I think I'm good this way and everything, bro. Any final talk, thoughts from you? Nah, not for me. Oh, okay. Shit's getting real over here on NXT. But this was dope. Long, big week of wrestling. Hell in the cell in about two weeks. Can't wait. Shit just got a little bit excited. I get, we don't know. If you don't watch it, NXT, you don't know who the fuck is fighting what right now. But... We'll get on NXT eventually, whatever. It's all coming up. We got time for all this. Corey, Mookie, and until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we are.